Hey, we're Todd and Kristen. Join us as we learn to become fearless in love. Well, welcome to the Fearless in Love podcast. We're glad that you have joined us. And last week, we had a discussion about connection, about how we all have a deep desire for connection, and it shows itself in different ways. We have desire for connection with other people. We have desire for connection with our our spouse if we're married, and we have desire for connection with the Lord. And at the root of that, kind of that powerful thing that really drives us into relationship. And so we've had conversation around that and Kristen has really spent time and has some thoughts around it from her perspective as she thinks about that desire for connection. And last time we shared some of the things that she had thought of in terms of what her core desires were. And so in this episode, we're going to spend some time and, and kind of have some dialogue around that to, to share some, maybe a little bit deeper into some of the thoughts that you've had, Kristen. And so, first of all, hi. <laughs> I was going to say, wow, you just jumped right in, baby. I did. I did. No messing around. Like, we don't have time to mess around. People people are listening to this because- Oh, really? Yeah. They want, they want to get down to the meat of this. I'm confident of it. Okay. Let's do the meat. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. So as I said, you, you had some you had some thoughts. I'm so thrown off. Okay. Uh, it's it's okay. okay. You're just focus. Come back in. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. So thinking about so I shared last week about if you didn't listen, first of all, you should go back and listen. We talked about a husband meeting his wife's sexual needs. And so I spent some time in prayer asking the Lord, what are my sexual needs? What are my desires. And you can go back and listen last week for what those were. And as we talked about it this week, and as I continue to pray through it, think through it, we had Todd and I had a lot of conversation this week. And the first thing that really we realized when we thought about connection and just the importance of connection and how we so as women desire our husbands to initiate connection And we desire our husbands to initiate connection through the pursuit of the person, our person. So not just pursuing connection through our bodies, but pursuing connection through the person. Yeah. And I think that's something that we have learned. And Mm -hmm. and, and if you go back to episodes 12 and 13, where we talked about rethinking lust, that that will kind of share some a little more detail around some of the things that we learned about that that even in marriage a lot of times lust is still present in how maybe i looked at you or thought of you mm-hmm. and uh and and you could sense that right uh, and that just made you feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. and the difference between that and looking at you and seeing the person mm-hmm. and desiring relationship with the person, mm-hmm. it changed so much in the way that you felt just inside of yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. It literally changes everything. And so I thought, what are some practical ways just to help help people understand really clearly what that might look like, especially 
for the men listening, because I think sometimes it's hard to know what us women are thinking. And obviously I'm one woman <laughs> and all women have different ideas of ways to do that. And, and I think it's really important to talk to wives about what helps them to see that you are pursuing them as a person. So it's really important to have that conversation, but just to throw some some thoughts out there and some ideas out there. And these are things we've talked about in the past as well, but just as a reminder, or for those who haven't been listening previously, really just seeing her. So noticing her, making eye contact with her. When you get home from work, walking up to her, making eye contact with her. How was your day, honey? Giving her a smile, a kiss. And those smiles and kisses and touches throughout the day are just so incredibly powerful and important where she feels like she's being seen all day long and just truly loved. Other things I thought of is just noticing where there's a need, just helping where there's a need. If she's unloading the dishwasher, coming over and helping her unload the dishwasher, loving the kids, just Pouring out love on the kids is definitely something that speaks, if you have kids, um, speaks to a, a wife for sure. Listening to her heart, if she's sad, just listening to her or if she's frustrated or if she's happy, whatever it is, just listening to her heart, asking questions, asking how are you, and then ask a follow-up question after you get a response from her. And all of these things are just ways to engage her. So just leaning in and engaging her. Those are just little, they're just little acts throughout the day that just show, I see you, I care about you, I love you. And they speak volumes to us as women. And it makes us feel like you are pursuing the person who I am, my heart, my my mind, every part of who I am. And then it's just, it's such an overflow of that to connect in a sexual way. It just, it just is a natural overflow of that. It just feels so safe and so easy for that to happen. Mm -hmm. And so I just think those are a few little practical ways. Actually, when I was looking at this list a few minutes ago, I was reminded of the other day after dinner, you just said, come here. I want you to sit down here. We sat down on the couch and you just gave me a like scalp massage <laughs> for probably 15, 20 minutes. I mean, it was lovely. I did not ever want it to end. And I didn't ask you for it. All of a sudden, you just felt led to say, come here. I want to do this for you. And I, it didn't matter that we had dishes all over the kitchen. It was just like, oh, if you're going to do something like that for me. Yes. And it just was so, I mean, I just, the whole time I just felt so engulfed in love. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that felt like a big act of kindness for you or not, but it meant the world to me. It was just random. It was just such an act of love. So little things like that, that are actually really, really big things for a woman's heart. Yeah. You, you already, you touched on it some, but just, I want to kind of maybe circle back around mm -hmm. on that and just say, so that's feeling of being seen as a person. And you talked about what that does in you and kind of the response. How would you describe the difference if you can in how you feel between when you feel like you're being looked at as an object mm. versus being looked at as a person? Mm-hmm. Well, being looked at as an object feels like 
you just want something from me for your own benefit and you don't care about the person. You just want something for mm-hmm. you and it's all about you yeah. and you don't really care. And that's a quite an extreme dramatic difference between that and the other where I feel like when you're seeing the person, I feel like you love me for who I am mm-hmm. and you see me as a person that is God's special masterpiece, which we'll talk about in a little bit, I think more. Yeah. That just changes everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then I, I feel safe. I feel, I feel loved. When you feel like you're being looked at as an object, mm-hmm. y- you feel like the person wants to take something from you. Right. When you feel yourself being viewed as a person, mm-hmm. it feels like there is a really a giving mm-hmm. to you. Yes. I think that kind of leads into mm-hmm. the, next, the next part. The next part. Yes, yeah. Yep. The next part is, and again, I'll, I'll refer you back to a previous episode, which was episode 16, where we talked about masculine and feminine. And the lesson in that discussion is one that, that has been just critical, I think, for us in terms of the growth in our relationship mm-hmm. and being able to learn more and more of the power of an attitude of giving versus an attitude of taking, mm-hmm. or at least even the perception of one or the other. And so if you haven't listened to episode 60 in Masculine and Feminine, I would really encourage you to go back and we're going to do this several times through this discussion that we're having and referring back to some other ones, because even if you've listened to them before, you might want to go back and listen again, because we're hitting on some of them that we think are really foundational in terms of our development, Mm -hmm. you know, our growth in relationship. And so the principle of that discussion in episode 16 on masculine and feminine ties in with what Kristen was just talking about, which is there is this universal principle that is at play in God's design that the masculine in God's creation is designed to give first so that that masculine energy, masculine power is designed to be a giving power. And it, if the masculine is giving first in relationship, there is going to be something of incomparably greater value that is returned as the feminine receives that power, receives that energy because the feminine is designed to receive and to then take what is received and produce something from it. And so just quick example was if you think about a seed being masculine, the earth being the feminine, that seed has little value in and of itself, but when it's planted in the earth, when it's tended to, when it's nurtured, grounds cultivated, that seed will grow into something that's of incomparably greater value, a beautiful plant that's going to produce more of its kind or beautiful flower that has so much more value in beauty than that seed that was planted. Mm -hmm. And you can take that principle all the way through and look at it in relationship between husband and wife. And when a husband has that attitude of his role is to first give, and the giving is if it's a giving of love, Mm -hmm. when that is received, there's so much power in that from the the wife receiving that and 
the value that that brings to the relationship, the power that it brings to the relationship is it's hard to even describe, I think, until you start to experience the truth of that principle in relationship. So mm-hmm. as a man, for me, continually having that focus and trying to refocus myself around the idea that the things that I do should feel to you like you are receiving love from me. Like I am giving mm-hmm. love to you. And that's true in the sexual relationship and it's true in just everyday interactions and, and mm-hmm. activities. And it just makes a huge difference. And it's that difference between, as you described, that feeling of you're trying to take something from mm-hmm. me versus mm-hmm that feeling of you're trying to give something to me. Mm-hmm. I was thinking this week too about the masculine feminine and thinking of the example that we can see in scripture that to me just really speaks this truth where God takes the rib from Adam. So Adam is giving of his rib. The masculine is giving of himself and what happens? God uses that rib to create Eve. And then God brings Eve to Adam and he gets something of incomparably greater value. Instead of it just being him alone with his rib, he's given his rib. And now what does he have? He has Eve. Mm-hmm. And so I just think that is such a powerful, beautiful example of of that giving and receiving. Right. And so you see from the very beginning, you see it in, in all of creation, the way God created everything, but then you see that principle in how he created the, the man and the woman. And so if Adam would have said, oh, that's too much. You're going to take part of me. Like you're going to take a rib from me. It's too much. Mm-hmm. And you know, I can't give that. I can't, I'll, I can't, I'm not going to allow you to, do that like Mm -hmm. that's just too much Mm -hmm. like it's it's Mm -hmm. he would have missed out on that gift of incomparably greater value of the woman right and think so often to that's kind of the extreme but i think Mm -hmm. so often as a man there there can be that feeling Mm -hmm. of why do i always have to be the one that gives first why can't i just be the one that gets to receive and why can't you just care for me or like, you know, those thoughts that I think men sometimes struggle with. It's like, why is it, why is it on me to do that? Well, it's the same principle. It depends on what you want. If you want to receive something powerful, then you have to give something powerful. Well, and I would like to say, because I feel very passionately about this, (laughs) I would like to say that scripture says, husbands, love your wives as Christ loves the church. And when Christ indwells us and we are believers, we are indwelled with Christ, with the Holy Spirit is is in us. So we house his love. We become filled with his love. And so a man who the Bible says to love as Christ loves the church, his identity is meant to be that he is filled with love. Mm-hmm. His identity is in Christ. Yeah. Christ is love. Therefore, Christ's love is in him. And God is love. And so suddenly now, this man, he is filled with the love of God mm-hmm. that his very 
being, essence, person should be filled with love, that then he is loving his wife in a way that should be an overflow of the love that he has received from God, that has indwelled him, that he is filled with. And so I know it's so easy for a man to think, and trust me, we're going to talk in the next couple of weeks about the woman's side of this. (laughs) So don't worry, that is coming. But I think it's so easy, like you said, for a man to think, oh, that's so hard. I have to give love. I really believe if a man steps into what he is called to do, which is to love your wife as Christ loves the church, he will come alive Mm -hmm. because it's what he's created for. It's who he is. He is a picture of the bridegroom. Like he's a picture of that. And we as wives are a picture of the bride. And so there's so much in a man. Like I feel like if he just can understand, I have what it takes to love because Christ is in me. I get to love my wife as Christ loves the church. I'm telling you, he's going to come alive because that's his identity. It's who he's supposed to, I mean, it's who he's created to be. And so I don't think, I think it can become something that is not work, but something that is fully joy. Right. Absolutely. And can anyone out there listening tell that Kristen used to be a cheerleader? (laughs) You can do it, man. We know you can. (laughs) That's right. Well, so, yeah. So I think I knew this was going to happen as we started this discussion that this was going to be more than one uh, episode. So I think we're going to stop here. I will say again, to refer back to some earlier episodes, the things that Kristen just talked about, about loving your wife as Christ loved the church. If you're a man listening to this and you're like, I have no idea what that means. I don't know how to do that. Uh, Episode 17 through 21, we really did a deep dive through Ephesians 5. And uh, I think it it was something, that whole part was super powerful to me. And so and I would encourage you, if you're just asking that question, go back and listen to those episodes 17 through 21. And we tried to be very practical in terms of what that looks like. And so uh, it might be something that would be helpful to you as you kind of process through that. And so that's what we encourage this week is to process through the idea of giving, the idea of receiving as, as, you know, from the feminine side and, and just, you know, spend some time with the Lord, spend some time in discussion with each other around what does that really look like? Like what speaks to me, the idea that you see me as a person, you know, what speaks to me that I'm, I'm receiving from you rather than taking you mm-hmm. taking something mm-hmm. from me. Cause those conversations are, are important. They're powerful. And it starts to kind of lift the lid on, I think, a lot of the deception that is out there mm-hmm. around these things. So, yeah. so encourage you to do that. And until next time. Together, let's learn to love fearlessly. 